We're gonna try something. Because we had to push our schedule from an in-studio to a remote thing, uh, we were gonna have guests on. We were gonna have uh, my cousin Nick and his fiance Jen. So now we're gonna just do it as a little segment. They're gonna pop into the booth here with me and they're gonna ask us some Harsh Realm questions. You ready for this segment, Jordan? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about we'll, it. We'll get to it right now and see how it goes. Here comes cousin Nick and his fiance Jen. <laughs> So neither of you have watched Hard Run before, just this last episode. Yes, just this last one. The very last one. I mean, as a standalone episode, it was all right. But like, as long as you accept everyone being really, really dumb. Do you think that this show is going to have a crazy plot twist come later? Like someone was secretly dead in real life all along? Or that an NPC is in someone's real life body? Oh, if the show had kept going? Oh, that's interesting. I think they clearly were going to be setting up something with uh, a character you wouldn't have seen in this episode, but there's a character named Inga Fossa, who's this maybe government agent who is kind of playing both sides. The villain, uh, what's his name? I can't remember the villain's San name Diego. of this. That's right, Santiago and uh, and Hobbs. And I think they'll probably be playing that. The What we've learned is not really what the reality, the situation that there's maybe more to Harsh Realm of what we've seen. But I don't know, Luke, what, what do you think direction it was going to go in? I like the idea that at some point they were going to put an NPC into someone's human body. I think that would have been a, that would have been a great turn for the show. I think I mentioned it in a previous episode, but I would have liked one of the characters in Harsh Realm to go into Harsh Realm in Harsh Realm and then just keep going. And then that character also go into Harsh Realm and, uh, and just get more and more complicated. So basically Inception. Exactly. Oh, wait, I was already done. Forget Chris it. Chris Carter could have beat him to the punch. <laughs> he could have beat him, but but what's-his-face is just counting all those gold nuggets at home. <laughs> all right. I guess that brings us to who would win, Pinocchio or one radioactive gold bar? Clearly, the radioactive bar doesn't do much other than make someone crazy. So I'm going to guess that he wins because he didn't have any radioactive poisoning. He just became nuts. So I'm guessing he's going to win against that yeah, bar. I guess so. I mean... Does that mean he gets to get his sunset finally if he gets that gold bar? I guess. So I think we're both we're both saying Pinocchio, Pinocchio. wins just completely insane. Pinocchio won and uh, gold bar So like, zero. what did you guys decide on Pinocchio's motivation here? Why do you want gold so much? I mean, we talked about it a little. Uh, mostly we just said it was his first character trait. Yeah, you find out in, in other episodes that he's playing the game, but he actually, uh, he's been sort of maimed. He's missing legs and he's sort of scarred up and he's volunteered to go into the game. But they kind of hint at that he might be trying just to live out a life that he can't anymore. So I think they've implied that somehow, but only in this episode, is the only episode where you see that he wants anything to do with gold, that somehow this currency that's never been mentioned before in the show will be able to buy him a house that, again... I don't know how that's going to be peaceful because Santiago's taking over everything. So it's flimsy at best, but I think that's kind of... It may be giving too much credit to the show, but I think that's kind of what the motivation is. 
But it doesn't really make sense. It feels like there could have been a future betrayal there because it seems like he actually wants to live in Harsh Realm forever. And that's kind of what Santiago wants for everybody, isn't it? Well, Luke, you, you've mentioned you, your theory was that he was going to end up being the chosen one, right? I have a theory that Hobbes isn't the chosen one, that Pinocchio really is. And this is uh, this is all a long build to him, like finding his true self and becoming the hero of Harsh Realm. But I think that's interesting because what you're postulating is he wants to stay there. So maybe that's what happens in the end. Pinocchio becomes a savior, but also gets to stay in Harsh Realm. So he gets the best of both worlds. Or he stays in Harsh Realm so long that he ends up being, becoming the new dictator. He, he finally defeats Santiago, but then he just takes over and he starts uh, being the new evil ruler of uh, Harsh Realm. I think we're all on board with that. Everyone's everyone's nodding their head very jubilantly. We're all fist so pumping. excited about that concept. Jordan, start writing the script. <laughs> oh, I'm already halfway through. All right, so if you were the priest, what would you be using your future vision for? Oh. Ooh. Luke, you go first while I think oh, about man. it. Oh, man. What would I be using my future vision for? I think, sadly, it would be a lot of, like, looking to see when the next bus is coming, making sure I, like, don't, like, get to a movie late because it's too sold out. Uh, just a lot of making my life more convenient, I think. I th- I think I'd be doing a lot of a lot of betting with people. I'd be like, "Hey, I bet uh, I bet that bird's gonna fly by in a couple minutes. I'll bet you I'll bet you ten gold bars, stuff like that. You know that I'm gonna know, and then I'm always gonna be winning my bets. I think that was an episode of Mash, actually. But anyways, for all those Mash fans, you'd out there, use the uh, future vision to be Klinger. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Oh, I I like all these Mash references. It feels like you're both really squandering future vision. Like you're not even using it for a lottery. So? It's just like small bets with friends. I, I don't know if you know this, but we do a podcast about uh, TV shows from the 90s. We are squandering a lot more than just future vision. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're making a lot of money on this. Let's let's not fool anyone. So like how many gold bars are we talking here? At least enough to have a five-man mercenary army. All right. So when do you think they were going to reveal that the dog was actually a person all along? Because, like, they spend a lot of time with this dog, and it doesn't make a lot of sense, unless maybe it's a real person who got put into a dog body. It's funny, we, t- we just talked about that. What, what do you think, Luke? I mean, that's that's the dream episode, where we discover that, like, in reality, this maybe that's what the episode is. We see a whole episode about this guy living his regular life in the real world, and there's, like, this accident, it's very tragic, and at the end of it, we get this big reveal that he's put in harsh realm into this dog body. And then we get this like flashback of all the scenes with the dog. And we just get to realize this man's like sad existence. And it kind of ends with Pinocchio threatening to eat the dog again. I think it would be good if you had a whole episode that was essentially a clip show of other episodes. But it's all seen through the perspective of the dog. But you get a narration of the dog trying to always explain things to people. But they don't understand because he's a dog. And then at the very end, you find out it was just a guy who's been trying to save the day this whole time. But he's, you know, stuck with those little tiny terrier legs. Ooh, I do like the idea of just like a constant voiceover guy being like, no, Hobbs, you idiot. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he's also sniffing butts. I kind of like it better if it's still barking, but with subtitles. Oh, OK. That is better. I'll give you that. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for coming on. Sorry we bumped you from the podcast for this little segment, but uh, there was just there was no way around it. Thanks for having us on. Now we're internet famous. Jordan, are we internet famous? Yeah, you know. All right, goodbye. <laughs> and he's gone. He walked out of the room. That's the end of it. What a wonderful ending. What a great new segment, which we'll do all the time. What does my mm-hmm. cousin Nick and his fiance Jen think about things? I think it's his own podcast. Great, we can retire. <laughs>